when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. So what happened is um, Becky said to give her a Twix and then put the Twix away and not let her have another Twix, which seems kind of to put me in an unfair spot, don't you think? Unfair? And I, and I don't mean you. I mean listeners, don't you think? <laughs> Unfair, or does it give you an opportunity to play the dominatrix that I know you really want want that role? I don't know, but I mean, that's that's a two-way street, right? Like, you, I don't think you want to be Twix-dominated. I think, I think deep mm-hmm. in your heart. I don't know. But I'm, I'm eating the last bite of Twix right now. Mm-hmm. And, and it's about to get ugly. It's going to get ugly, people. Yep. Mm. It's going to get wrong. I, I love Halloween. And of course, when you're listening to this, it'll be two weeks or more past Halloween. But we're certainly still celebrating it. But I almost raided Matthew's daughter's Halloween basket to get the nerds out of there. Yeah. And you know what? She she likes you so much, you probably could have gotten away with Seriously? it. Seriously? In fact, as soon as you leave, I'm going to eat half of her Halloween. <laughs> Blame it on you. me? Yes. You asshole. Would you tell her if I stole nerds out of there? Would you tell her? Would you just see mm. if she would notice? Uh, well, what are the I, ethics of this? So I think... Here's I, I think she would notice if there if you took the last nerds if there's more than uh, one nerds I don't think she would notice that's is that your memoir the last nerd the last nerd yes no. I I don't know if this is an ethical question in the sense that stealing someone's candy I think all ethicists would agree is probably <laughs> not acceptable but isn't it even more wrong to steal from a child from yes, their Halloween sure. loot absolutely yeah your your question is. Am I going to get away with this? That's maybe different from an ethical question. <laughs> you might be on to something uh-huh. there. <laughs> so I remember when I was a kid, the worst Halloween ever was when I uh, had my um, entire loot bag contaminated by ants. Oh, my God. And had, we had to throw everything away. That is disgusting. It like, was horrible. Did something, did something spring a leak? Um, I, I don't really know. But yeah. all of a sudden, I went to the stash, and there were just ants eating everything and it was disgusting and i cried and the only thing that i remember this the only thing that was safe was one mounds bar which is like the loser of the candy world you know what i gotta say you like it i kind of like the mounds God, bar. I, I knew like, you would. i like the almond joy better i realize these are these are like loser bars Total but you know loser what bars. I, here's I'm, I'm staking a claim right here mounds and almond joy are going to be like the pbr of the next decade they're going to be rediscovered by hipsters they will not they I, will i guarantee it mounds is the dumbest stupidest loser candy yeah but baby ruth however sucks Baby Ruth is better than a mounds. No, it is not. Baby On Ruth what is grounds? Like, it is like a stale nougat dump. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> so what's wrong? <laughs> what's the problem? A stale nougat dump? Yeah, I mean, if it was a fresh nougat dump, that would be one thing. <laughs> but like, it's it's it. It should be called mounds. Mounds mm. mounds should be called like coconut delight, and Baby Ruth should be called mounds because it is it's hard to chew. It tastes gross. <laughs> Mm, mounds should be called like tropical diabetes <laughs> okay <laughs> you know what also sucked was bitto honey uh, it tasted like hmm. like hash that had been uncovered from like the dinosaur era like Interesting. it had this Did, old funky skunk weed are you suggesting that dinosaurs smoke smoke weed? <laughs> why do you think they're extinct now I mean, marijuana yeah, they, kills you right they, kills they, they the were mind. they're looking up they're like eh, asteroid or something i don't care I'm like we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll deal with that tomorrow man meteor whoa, whoa if you, dude if you look at it close it's like all like veiny and stuff did you ever notice that double rainbow like what's the difference between a meteor and a meteorite i can't even i can never remember like brontosaurus what do you think man do you remember that double rainbow youtube video that was going around for a oh, while with the guy who was really excited totally. about the double rainbow yeah, double how did he it was like double uh, i don't remember rain- exactly oh my god yeah oh my god double rainbow like he was totally happy <laughs> he yeah he was a he moment was all right living like a stoned t-rex hey so did you dress up for halloween uh i did not you did not. Um, my daughter dressed up as the Phantom of the Opera. She was great. And I saw she, a photo. At Amazing. one point, high fived an adult Phantom of the Opera, like Phantom. Wow. Phantom meets Phantom. Cross generational bonding on Halloween. I um, love it. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. Like I, every every Halloween, I think like maybe maybe I should dress up, and maybe and then if I did dress up, like am I gonna get candy? Yeah. 
I mean, mm. what, I this wanted to go. I wanted to go with you guys, except it was raining, and I got wimpy. But um, I was going to go with you guys just to see if I could uh, siphon off some of the candy payload. So what did you? That's a good idea. Well, wait, you're you're still talking about stealing people's candy, right? <laughs> uh, siphoning is a, a different form of of stealing. stealing. Right. Um, what did you? I mean, what did you do with your costume? I mean, you and April oh, dressed up. Wow, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you ever do in your costume? <laughs> but I mean, if you didn't go trick or treating, did you go to a Halloween party? Yes, went to a Halloween party and then walked the streets of Capitol Hill. Sure, in costume did. in a crush of people and mostly just a people watch. We should probably specify what your costumes were. Uh, my wife was supposed to be a retired Hooters girl, and she had put oh. gol- golf balls in her bra to make it look like a a, a, a failed. Oh, I didn't catch that. From well, the photo you didn't at catch all. it because when she came out to show all of her friends her retired Hooters outfit, we all were like, "Oh my God, you're so hot!" Right, right. No, like nothing. She didn't nothing right. retired about exactly. it. Exactly. So yeah. then everyone decided that that was a lame idea. So we took the golf balls out, and she became just a slightly older Hooters. Yeah. Worker. Which I think is fine. I mean, totally fine. Yeah. So she was pretty hot. It was amazing to see the attention she got from men. And unfortunately, from some of my lesbian friends. <laughs> unfortunately, come on. Um, so the story I was going to tell you is that I, w- well, I was wearing uh, Day of the Dead Evil Chef. Right. You know, I had my face painted and I had a big, huge c- comic fake cleaver made out of a, a cardboard box and lots of tinfoil and tape. Nice. And my friends and I went to Capitol Hill, which is crushed with people all in their 20s trashed and in costume which is great people watching i like how you say you went to capitol hill where do you live exactly <laughs> capitol hill yeah okay uh went to the the young part of capitol hill. yes exactly and we went into a pizza place via tribunale mm-hmm. and we had pizza and then we were going to head outside to further our evening enjoyment and entertainment by people watching and my friends had to go to the bathroom so i said i'll meet you outside on the street i walked out to the very when you said i'll meet you outside did you hold up your cleaver like absolutely I'll meet you okay, butcher great. jokes yep. were le- like left and right hilarious um and got out to the to the front of the restaurant on the street my friends were still in the bathroom and it started pouring rain so i stood in the awning of the restaurant this young guy maybe in his 20s no costume walks up to me and he pauses and he looks me in the eye and right then I realize and I think this is from our improv classes okay I knew exactly what he wanted from me and I just decided I was going to deliver so I, I said can I guess what he wanted from you yes I can't guess I have no idea he he thought you were a waiter um so I no, said wait, you were outside the place I was just outside the door I don't he thought you were like checking like a bouncer uh-huh. So he looked at me, paused, and I oh. said, with not, I did barely even pause, Matthew, you'd be so proud of me. I said, ID, please. No way. I fucking did no this. No way. I, no, this is really true, and I have witnesses. So he pulled out his ID. I took his ID. I had, just so you know, a couple whiskeys in me. Okay. I, I, I looked at his ID, and then... <laughs> said, can you take your glasses off, please? He didn't have a costume on. He had regular glasses on. Uh-huh. I could absolutely see Wait, his eyes. Was he wearing the glasses? Was The photo on the ID, did he have glasses? I don't even know. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't even look at the ID. I just wanted to exert some weird control and power You're, in this situation. If you worked at the DMV, you would be the devil. <laughs> so I said, can you take You'd your glasses? be the person just, just like fucking with everybody for no reason. <laughs> he didn't even blink an eye. He took the glasses off. And then I looked at him, looked at the ID, which I wasn't even looking at, looked at him and said, Great. Have a good night. And I gave him back his ID and he walked in. Well, as he was just finishing up, two girls in costume walked, stepped up right behind him and started getting their wallets out. Oh, and you and you looked at the IDs and you're like, can I see your tits? (laughs) And as I'm carding. (laughs) And they're like, sure, whatever. (laughs) As I'm carding the last woman in line who's wearing a cat costume, my friends walk up and I see my friends walk up and they're staring at me like, what the fuck? And the girls in a cat costume. So I look at her ID and for my friend's benefit, say, this doesn't look like you. Uh Uh-huh. Which of course made them like just squeal with laughter, and then I said, "Have fun." I was, you guys, I was bouncing in a restaurant. There's no bouncer at this place. There's <laughs> no restaurants don't have no bouncers. bouncers. <laughs> These people were sheep. They just, they just. Oh, I, I got, wouldn't, I wouldn't have called you on it. Are you kidding? Like, I should have charged the cover. Right. That's exactly right. I called myself the accidental bouncer, and then someone online told me that I would have been the accidental felon if I had taken money. Oh, definitely. Right. Yes, that is that is. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Is it worse than stealing candy from your daughter's it's Halloween? How much money? Because like, I don't think petty larceny is like a felony. I don't know. <laughs> don't but be too, don't be pedantic like with fraud. me. <laughs> 
I don't know. Impersonating I, can we, someone? Isn't that a... Yeah, oh, you think impersonating a bouncer is a crime? Is it a crime? I don't know. I mean, like, impersonating a police officer is definitely a crime. Is it, But a bouncer is like... It's like the police officer of a restaurant. Well, the funny thing... I mean, not a restaurant. The funny thing is, is I look back a club. on... Uh, the next day, I was looking at Facebook, and I saw a photo <laughs> of me take with a photo between two cops with my arms around them. <laughs> what? And you don't remember this happening No, I remember it. I just forgot it and then realized that was about 20 minutes away from me impersonating a bouncer. <laughs> I don't think you... I, I, I agree if you had taken their money that would have been criminal but yeah. i don't think i don't think like having a little friendly bouncing fun is criminal friendly bouncing fun uh-huh. that was later yes um my brother told me that he thinks that my improv classes have both rotted and sharpened my mind interesting <laughs> that's good we should we should maybe take another improv class i think so can we can we go into the the 200 level class even though we took the 100 even level we, class even like, though you ago? failed the 100 level class <laughs> that's exactly right <laughs> yes i got an i got an f in improv um i kept saying i kept saying no <laughs> and you kept bringing in scripts like so it's, it's exactly right yes I'm like guys i've got another treatment here like can we do can we do like a table read of this and the the instructor was like you're not getting this <laughs> i was like no no this one's good it's got it's got like uh, a bouncer it's it's about a sad bouncer just trying to make her way in the world, like bouncing from town to town. <laughs> the sad accidental bouncer. So speaking of evil chefs, um, here's what happened to me last night. Um, and I feel like maybe th- this this happens to me maybe once a month. And maybe we've talked about it on the show because it lives, it, you know, it looms in my memory for days, if not weeks. Like I completely fucked up dinner last night. Um <laughs> I was trying to make a, this pasta recipe that I printed off the internet, and it came out like soup with overcooked pasta. Oh, no. And like, I know how to cook. I, what but, kind of recipe was it? Like pasta a fazool? Um, no, was it, it was like a, it was like a, a, a baked ziti recipe. Um, oh, don't, don't, soupy. I don't even want to talk about like what all the things <laughs> it's too that went painful. wrong. Too yes, soon. Yes, too soon. Like, um, and then <laughs> and then it's like you know. Half an hour passed when dinner was supposed to be served, and I got nothing. And the does, like, kitchen's a mess. Yeah. Does this ever happen to you? Only you don't, you don't have to yes and me. If it doesn't, that's fine. Uh, it used to. Mm-hmm. It used to at the beginning of my career. It yes. used to happen for sure. Now I'd say it only happens with baking recipes. Ah, uh, sure. And it's almost exclusively user error. Uh, yeah. And so, I mean, the way I felt when this happened was like, you know, like I have let my family down, like in the biggest way. You totally um, have not. You feed no, no, them I'm, every single night and great yeah, meals. But that's what makes it worse is that, you know, they've come to expect yeah. a level of competence yeah. that I cannot always pull off. What night is Begaziti night so I, I can schedule a different <laughs> evening to come by spontaneously? It's every, it's every night I, until I fucking nail it. I only come by on Mapo Tofu day, night. Oh, so now good. that's good. No, no, I really do want to get into this a tiny bit, though. Yeah. Like, like what, what, what was the first warning sign that things were just not going well? Mm, that's a good question. It was... Uh, when, when like I opened, so it was a stovetop recipe and I've done like the stovetop skillet pasta thing many times and it, and it usually goes fine. But like when I opened, uh, the top of the, uh, the pan and it was like stuff was bobbing around in there <laughs> and there was like melted cheese that was starting to like get all stringy. And then there was like, there was stuff. some accidental bopping around. There was some a- accidental <laughs> bopping around. It was uh-huh. like, it was some, uh, some, uh, what do we call it? Freeform bouncing. Yeah. Um, and so, so did question? Yeah, did you read the entire recipe in its entirety before you started? Uh, no, and there was a definitely a part. There, there was a part in the recipe where it all went wrong. Like I, looking yeah. back on it now, like like this was not written correctly. I learned that from doing it the wrong way many times. That that was usually my problem. Is because yeah, once for I read sure. the recipe through the whole way and thought about it. Then you would kick in like that doesn't really yeah. sound right. Yes, and and this this has happened so many times before. Like like I know that now. Like you know, if something in a recipe is like you know, I don't think that'll yeah. work. I should trust my judgment. Absolutely, did not do that this time. Don't know why, but uh, it's gonna it's gonna take me possibly months to get over this. Are you gonna try to redo it? I. I think I'm going to try to, like, not cook ever again. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, we're going to have, like, uh, Trader Joe's tamales, like, uh, pizza delivery for, for, like, the next six weeks until I get over this. Do, like, a Kit Kat casserole or a Twix, oh, Twixerole or something. A Twixerole. Hey, did I ever tell you, um, have I ever told you what my criteria is for throwing away a cookbook or a recipe online? <laughs> um uh, no, but I, I imagine when you throw away a cookbook, like, you, you, like, rip it in half like Hulk Hogan. Oh, totally. Yeah, and then I like noted racist Hulk Hogan. Devocate on it. 
Okay, so what's your what's your criterion for pooping on a cookbook? <laughs> if it says um, caramelize the onions about five to eight minutes, I, you are so right. <laughs> that is such a pet peeve of mine. What are Throw these people doing? Throw the entire book away because you cannot trust anything that they're nope. saying. Um, have I mentioned lately? This is not a food show. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> All right, so clearly we'll is. be back uh, in a minute to talk about Wrong by Jana Aston. It's wrong. And we're back. Oh, yeah. Um, I was the one who picked this book. Uh, I was attracted to it by the name. Uh-huh. Wrong. I, I think this was a good pick. I don't know, like, I don't know when I should volunteer this information, but um, let's just get it out of the way up at the top. I thought this was a pretty good book. Like <laughs> Yes, me too. Um, the writing was pretty good. And yep. at the end, I'm like, I kind of want to know what happens next. Yeah, I was getting hot and bothered in all the right ways. I was not. I was not either. I was was getting hot and bothered like in the literary way. (laughs) I thought it was really funny. There were times I I laughed out loud. And and, um, I think, you know, honestly, guys, and by guys, I mean all of you who are listening, I don't think I'm the best picker. So I actually think I might defer to you to pick books from now on. I keep picking. I think my picks are solid, but I keep picking the same kind of book over and over. Like, was there really any difference between a Cheryl and Kenyon book and a Cressley Cole book? I don't think so. No, definitely um, not. But but still, there's a lot more to get into, and I feel like I pick ones just based on like two lines that I think are hilarious. But I don't think this was a bad pick. I think I think there's plenty to talk about here, especially like the central like inciting incident of the book, which okay. is disgusting. Okay. Well, <laughs> that being said, we might. Uh, if you have an opinion on this matter, if you've liked Matthew's picks better than mine, and I will not take it personally because I hate my picks. Um, you know, you can put in a word on Facebook that you want Matthew to pick the books because I think he does a better job. Great. Okay. And I will, and if you do that, I will, I will take it as like the biggest comp- compliment ever, <laughs> ever. And I'm going to go around telling people like, I'm the designated book picker. I pick shitty books wait, better than someone else. Wait a minute. You just want me to do more work. Anyway, okay. wrong by Jana Astow. Wrong. <laughs> That's wrong. Wrong by Jana Aston. Mm-hmm. I read it wrong. Okay. Here's a summary. It's really long, guys. Get ready. Okay, Sophie, she's a virgin. She's a college virgin. She works at a coffee shop that's named Grind Me. Mm -hmm. Her best friend is Everly, who's pretty much like my alter ego, but even dirtier than I am. Oh, yeah, she's like the horniest woman in America. Well, then not like me then necessarily, but she's just got a really dirty mouth. Dirty, dirty mouth. It's totally wrong. Uh, Sophie's hot for Luke, who's a professional, sharp-dressed, no surprise, tall, dark, and handsome, who walks into the coffee shop, and she gets wet panties just looking at him. Mm-hmm. Literally, that's what was written in the page. Yes, yeah, but Luke, he makes my panties wet just ordering coffee. Right, which just instantly made me think that there were coffee in her, coffee yes, in her panties. <laughs> which just was a really, like, very, seemed like a very Seattle porn Yes. Thing. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah, it was just coffee <laughs> squirting everywhere. Okay, this summary is almost over, guys. Here, Here's the, the climax, and I am being literal when uh-huh. I say that. Oh, yes. uh, uh, her friend's encouraging her to lose her virginity to her current boyfriend, and uh, Mike. But, Mike, but first she needs to get uh, a complete wax, like, uh, uh, download wax, like the day she was born, mm-hmm. and uh, her friend makes her an appointment, but first she's got to go to the gyno so she can get birth control so that she can do it with Mike. Can I interrupt here to say that Mike every wants time, to stick it in her? Uh, Just kidding. Because <laughs> that's, well, yes, that, that's what Everly keeps saying. Like, um, uh, But that every time I tried to type gyno in my notes, it autocorrected <laughs> it to, to gyro or like gyro, like gyro. the sandwich. <laughs> which which I, he had told me this before and I wrote back meat curtains because that's all I could think of. Yeah, thanks. Uh, um, so uh, she goes to the gynecologist or the uh, hero heroologist, and um, guess who is the gynecologist? You'll never guess. Oh, That's oh, right. Oh, oh you want to guess? It's a Wendigo. That's from last book, and Damn we it. still don't know what that nope, is. Don't know what it is. Um, it is the hot, tall, and handsome Luke, uh, four-letter male yep. name. Luke. Uh, <laughs> Luke. Um, and. Much awkwardness uh, ensues, including a mini orgasm she has while he is giving her a pap smear. Yeah, so that's that's a thing that happens a lot, right? Oh, totally. Uh-huh. Like I fucking I heart speculum. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of really it. Yeah, that's pretty much. I it. mean, we could keep going. There's a couple more things that happen, but not really. There's just more. We can talk about the details of this. Oh, we certainly can. Yeah. So. 
the thing the thing I kind of couldn't figure out um, is how gross and or hot were we supposed to find this like uh, gynecological appointment because the book is called wrong. And so I want it to be like, okay, you know, we're not supposed to, we're supposed <laughs> to think this is gross. Like, I, I feel like I'm sort of wading into a minefield here because like, I don't want to criticize like someone else's, someone else's thing, someone else's turn on. Right. Um, well, I, let's back up. Cause okay. I think what that you're really trying to get at is, what is am this, I trying to get? Is this a thing? Is this a fantasy? Like legitimate oh, fantasy? I'm sure, I'm sure it is. No question. You think? Of course. Hmm. Every, everything. Like, I mean, Everything's it's, kind a thing. Of, it's kind of obvious. If you can think of an obvious thing, yes, it's a fantasy that lots of people have. If you can think of like a crazy obscure thing, it's still a thing that like a, there's a, a, but, a thousand people talking about it on the internet. But you think this is a common fantasy that women are- I, I don't know what common means, but like- I don't think it's a common fantasy, but I could be wrong. Um, well, what, what are you defining as common? Like um, that if I had a group of 10 of my friends and said, have you fantasized about your gynecologist? No. I or have you, do you fantasize about a sexual rendezvous with your gynecologist? No, I don't think it's, I don't think it's exactly that. Oh, I think, oh, oh you're backpedaling. I am backpedaling. No, I think it's more like, you know, in, in like a fantasy situation, like, you know, uh, it's got it's got like all the like romance novel hallmarks like you know like the the woman is like you know exposed and vulnerable oh. and like you know and here's this professional guy who like you know his he's got magical surgeon hands. Um, oh, see to me, and maybe it's because you're a guy and I'm a woman, but to I, me, I'm not saying this is my thing. Okay, but I'm also not saying that that it's wrong if this is your thing. I I'm curious to know. Like, okay. I want to know from other people. Do you think anyone's going to admit it? I think that they okay. would. I mean, I admitted when I had that lumberjack fantasy. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. But, you know, I, I don't think it's a thing. Because when I think of the gynecologist, I just think of discomfort. And uh, I, there's really nothing sexual about it. I will say, I did have a really hot lesbian gynecologist. And when she gave me a breast exam, I remember feeling very, very uncomfortable. Oh, Not so- turned on, but very, very uncomfortable. In, in a kind of like, if you had a really hot massage therapist kind of thing. Like I think massage therapist fantasies are way common sure more so than gynecologists oh i think definitely more so but <laughs> i'm gonna ask my friends i i guarantee i don't i'm not saying this is like a thing everyone's into mm-hmm. i'm saying i'm sure it's a thing some people are into not literally fantasizing about their own gynecologist right. in, but a strange like, gorgeous gynecologist right just just like you know like you know there's there's a lot there's a lot going on in the human brain all right all right uh right? my female listeners um Let's all pretend that we're listening to Matthew's never had a speculum up his twat before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why do I think I'm an expert on this in any way? Why, why do I feel like I'm even entitled to an opinion on this matter? Because the whole writing of the clicking open of the speculum, like, Again. men can't really relate to that. I was tortured reading that. I was, like, in pain, going, ow, this is the least sexual thing that could no, ever no, happen. No, I'm no, not, I'm not saying I could relate to it or that I was turned on by it. <laughs> just that I'm, like, like, you know. You that- just believe this is a thing on the internet. Everything's a thing on the internet. <laughs> I know, but we're starting to believe that. Okay. All right. Let's... Here's, um, here's maybe... We could probably talk about this for the rest of the 45 minutes, but I feel like, you know, many, if not most people, have, like, some fantasy that they would not like to share because, you know, it seems a little weird, and, uh, you know, probably it's not weird. Probably lots of other people have the same thing, um, and, you know, obviously there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever, and I bet this is one of them. Will you share one? No. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. No, dead silence. Okay, I'm going to share one. Play. Well, no. no. <laughs> he said please and then went no. Again, again, this is why I was kicked out of improv class. I was like, no. <laughs> okay, let's let's backtrack and okay. and get into this cuz there's right. some really great stuff. Something I loved about this book is I want to live in the world. I, I don't believe we live in this world for the most part, but I want to live in the world where women talk to each other like with just the foulest of mouths right. just in front of their coworkers just at all times. Right? Like friend Everly is like, you know, did he stick his dick, dick in, in you? you right. Like, um, what, what else to say? Like, um, uh, are you going to put out and fuck Mike or not? Uh-huh. Um, she, yeah, she, she keeps uh, like 
like at work, just like like sort of elbowing Sophie and say like you know um you need to like go get waxed, like, right? Like I, elbowing, saying hit that. You better be careful. That guy looks like he's got a donkey dick. Right. Here's, like, who's here's this? what I'm saying. Like there's there's like the coworker. I don't remember his name. Who who like uh you know overhears them talking yeah. about this? I want to work at the grind me and like listen to these people talk all day. Of course you do. About, you know, like you sick fuck. Like hey hey Sophie, how's your pussy? Like <laughs> you're great, Everly. How's yours? Like this <laughs> this sounds like an awesome universe. <laughs> um so uh the guy of course this is the i, I mean i never read a romance novel until until the, the, this podcast and i know that you you're welcome have. i i don't know if i should thank you for that but uh i'm beginning to learn a lot about per, perhaps the masses straight women fantasies and mm-hmm. it really does seem like the tall dark and handsome thing no surprise is really yeah it, it, very much almost every single book we've read they're tall they have big hands they have donkey dicks they're 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 dark almost all of them are, are dark hair i didn't realize that um i do you think that there's like a napoleonic romance genre of what? just short oh short powerful men that's a good question. Because I feel sorry for anyone who's not six feet tall. Well, I don't know to what extent. I mean, we're picking books like, you know, that are recommended by Amazon based on previous books that we downloaded. And like, so like you know, the masses I think, are asses kind of we're getting funneled into yeah, the like. And like we want popular stuff so we don't feel bad about picking picking on uh, a low, a little author, low, right. a lowly author. A lowly, like, I'm like ourselves. Right. Um, <laughs> And so I think I think the the wide world of romance is much bigger than uh, than our picks give it credit for. But yeah, definitely these are some things that happen. Um, hmm. so, so like this oh, is like McDonald's of romance is what we're kind of reading. Maybe, but I don't I don't know if like this donkey dick stuck stuff goes on stuck. at McDonald's. It, I'm sure it's <laughs> it, it stuck. It does get stuck. <laughs> yes. It even got in there. <laughs> um, she's really obsessed with his hands, and it turns out, of course, you know he's a surgeon and a gynecologist, so. He, she talks about his hands an awful lot. Are you yeah. are you obsessed with hands? Like, do you ever nope. look at people's hands? Even nope. Like that's the last thing um, I would ever look at. Yeah, I, I not not feet either. I know this is see this is this is a thing I know for sure. A lot of people are into which which again like awesome. I don't I don't know how to how to express this that like you know if I express my preference it doesn't mean like I'm p- picking on anyone else's thing right no like, you're not I feel it's very apologetic about it. It's just personal. We're yeah. just we're just talking you and I alone in a room. Asking each other if we ever think about someone's hands that way. Right. Which and I don't. What do you, like, could you, would you tell me, like, when you see a woman walk down the street, what do you look at? And if it's her ass or her tits, that's fine. But, like, what is it that you hone in on? Um, her, her intelligence? Boy, like, should I should I talk about, yes, uh, her sense of humor, <laughs> um, her her, uh, her personality, <laughs> um, and, uh, like, what kind of charity work she does. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Again, with the yes and. I don't know, like all the all the like most obvious like regular stuff, right? The triangle of femininity? Sure. Okay, so you um, don't you don't I I always look Well, I mean not I'm not saying not the face. I always look at their mouth. Okay. Almost always. And then from the mouth to the eyes. Mhm. And then I maybe look other places. Maybe. I, um I, I don't know. I'm not like a. I'm more of an ass woman. I'll say I'm. I could care less about breasts. It's all about bo- the booty. Yeah, I like. I like all the things you, you like. You like. You're like. I like all the things. Next, <laughs> okay, okay. We're gonna move on. So, right. um, <laughs> did you realize that these words were in the very first page? Okay, let's wet hear it. panties and clit in the um, first two yep. paragraphs of the book. What? What was the clit line? I didn't write it down somehow. I did. I just wrote down "clit" in big letters on my notes. <laughs> did you know? I think this is still the case that at uh, my alma mater, the University of Washington, located in Seattle, just down the road, um, the uh, every class gets a four-digit, uh, uh, like a like a three-digit number, and then a four-letter code for the department. Mm-hmm. So you know, like biology one hundred will be like I see B-I-O-L where this is going. One hundred. Yours is Luke. Uh, nope. Um, <laughs> Com- the comparative literature department, the four-letter code is C-L-I-T. This is not a joke I'm making up for the, for the radio show. This is a true thing. I assume, like, they've heard all the jokes and they've just they dug in it. on it. And, crazy. you know, we're going with it. That's crazy. And great, right? Well, it's kind of like the, the, the slut train. Yeah, it's the like the South, slut train. South, but like that's Union not the transit. official name. This is like an official code. I thought 
it was going to be the official. Oh, it should have been. Yeah. And people still call it that. That's okay. fine. There's a scene where um, she says that she was fantasizing about Luke and she imagines him taking a business call while he's yes. bringing her to pleasure with one hand. Multitasking. Is this a thing? That, is the multitasking lover a thing? Because you know what? Seemed odd. odd. As soon as someone's married, if they're even looking at their phone and talking to you, people get upset. Uh, wait, it's as soon as who's married? I, like, I, like as soon as couples are uh, oh, yeah, committed yeah. to right. each other, if if you're even trying to multitask, it becomes something that most people complain about. Well, I think yeah, no, it didn't make a lot of sense. I guess maybe what she was saying was like you He's know, so it good. was it was He's so that good. It, well, also, but like the, you know, that was like sexy, like seeing him do his job like like in a manly way, voice. and like you know, if he could also like be doing some diddling like while he does his job, like that would be even better. It wouldn't. It would be much. It would worse. be way worse. <laughs> those those things should be done separately. Clearly, that's in the fantasy realm. Right. Um, yeah, I wrote down the same thing. Um, what did you think uh, when Everly said, I can't wait for you to have an orgasm, not a brownie orgasm, a penis orgasm? All I could imagine was sh- shoving brownies into someone and uh-huh. then eating them. That Penis that orgasm is not a term. <laughs> penis orgasm is not a term, but, right. but yet I have some friends, male friends, who do believe it is an actual thing. That what is an actual thing? <laughs> <laughs> that their penis is capable of causing every single woman a oh, oh, okay. crazy orgasm yeah, sure. without doing anything else. And that's really that's, proven that it's... That's that not it, how it works? <laughs> only about half the population or less. So Yes, I understand. <laughs> um, you have to use brownies. You can't just use your penis. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Wait, where do you put the brownies? <laughs> well, oh wait, could I just like eat? God, I'm can sorry. I, just, I have to be the one to tell you this. Can I just you? can I just eat brownies with one hand? <laughs> All right. Uh, with that, we will take it to a break, and when when we get back, things will get even more wrong. <laughs> okay, we're back. Um, hey, Matthew, did you notice that at one point she was fantasizing about Luke and saying that she, the transaction that he makes with her is always in cash? Is that is that another thing? Prostitute fantasies? Oh, wait, is that? I didn't even catch that yeah. that was the thing. She said that she always imagines he pays her only in cash, which to me was just like, okay, that's weird. Again, like if if you can think of it, if it comes easily to mind as a possible thing, it's got to be a thing. I know, but I again, the feminism thing, it just gets me every time I'm like, this is what we I, want. I completely agree. Women want a gynecologist who's has power over them to take advantage of them and they w- want to be paid in cash like a prostitute. <laughs> like, women, come on. Can we right. do better? You know what my fantasy is? My fantasy is I lie on my back and someone else does everything. <laughs> Wait, that's mine. <laughs> yeah, I knew right. I liked High you. High five. I knew I liked you and I knew we could never be together. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, for many, for many, many reasons. Um, oh, also her friend says, lots of guys would like to fuck you, Sophie. Here's my question. Is that a compliment, really? I don't know. Wouldn't a lot of guys like to fuck a lot of girls? Okay, that gets me to a question. And again, I feel like probably Uh, I'm going to say something offensive. I will not. No. (laughs) Yes. There's something I've been meaning to ask you. And it's it's this. Yes, no. (laughs) Um, um, Yes and no. Okay, last week's book had a lot of mythical creatures in it, right? You know, like the Wendigos and the Vreckeners. And, and a narwhal, which and, is actually real. And yeah, and the <laughs> narwhals. Um, I feel like we've run across another mythical creature in some of these romance novels, which is like the really hot virgin. The discerning virgin. man? No, no, oh. like, like the super hot virgin who doesn't like have any religious objections, just kind of hasn't gotten around to it yet. And I mean, it, it doesn't even seem like, you know, she's she's like... Uh, committed to saving herself for the right guy because it sounds yeah. like she's going to like bone down with Mike. What, well, what's going on here? Well, let me interrupt. Yes. I was a 21-year-old non-religious virgin. Okay. What was my what was my problem? I I don't know. Things just got serious. No. Gay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, so she's not did, gay either. Did did you I I got the the sense that there was like a little bit of lesbian subtext going you on here. You wish. And like, I feel like... You wish. Okay, fine. But like, you know, the best friends, like always talking about... Wanting to go to the waxing appointment right, with her. Yes, exactly. I'm going to... Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm the the, uh, the terrible one. Um, I actually... I, I'm just giving you a hard time. I actually think there was a little bit of that. Too. Yes. Yeah. I think there was actually a little bit of everything, except... Um, 
feminism. I guess maybe that's that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of these where where like there's the uh, the two opposites attract best friends. Like you know she's the slut, she's the virgin. Um, like there's there's always. I feel like it's often set up as like, you know, she's thinking about this guy when really like, you know, the love of her life was right in front of her all along. It was mm-hmm. best friend Everly. Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't that be a better book? We don't know. It could actually be this book. Who knows? Who knows? Hey, uh, did you remember how she said she liked to watch him leave the shop so she could eye fuck him? Mm-hmm. I actually like that because that seemed very like more, you know, yeah, p- empowered. Sure. But there's so much of that. Like, I fuck. Put a dick in you. Donkey well, dick. I'm like, I fuck. Ow. I think, I think like the author was going for like a particular, like, let's see how far we can push this kind of thing, which is mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, okay. Um, so she goes to the, the, uh, the Euro appointment and, um, and the nurse says so that uh, the, the love interest only works there like once a week because um, like he volunteers there because his family donated the campus health center or something right, right. like because he's the best guy ever. Oh, yeah, because um, he helps people who have a lot of means with their fertility and then he then donates to right. people who don't have the money and to, need birth control. And need birth yes. control. So the nurse um, uh, says it's a good thing Dr. Miller's here because yeah. otherwise oh, you'd be stuck with I one of our exactly general practitioners and they're not known for, for being, being gentle what okay what 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 do did they go to medical school like isn't this something you would probably learn in medical school and also you know doctors get reviewed these days wouldn't wouldn't that be like the easiest way to be to get like a string of one star reviews like stay away from this guy it's not that common i mean maybe i'm wrong but i've been to many gynecologists in my life and i have um some are more gentle than others but nobody is like like just ramming you with a right. speculum, like like to have two on staff that are not very gentle, just that would seem nuts. Okay. I agree with you. That's I have nuts. a question. This, maybe maybe this is a game. So um so Sophie uh, for <laughs> apparently no reason tells McSteamy that uh, that McSteamy. she's a virgin, and then they start the exam, and she says that there was a motivational poster on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Does not say what the motivational poster said. Do you it have doesn't? any ideas? I don't think so. Or, I, or it's possible I just blanked it. Oh, uh, I think it did, but I can't remember oh, what it says right now. Because um, uh, my my thought was it said "get in there," <laughs> <laughs> or, or obviously, I mean, just do it is, is the most obvious one. Grind me. Um, um, I want to back up just a second because we were talking about like lesbian in, innuendo, and her friend uh, says that she's majoring in Professor Camden. Right. We don't know if Professor Camden is a man or a woman. No. I'm assuming it's a man. But it, it's written like this. I'm majoring in Professor Camden. She replies around a mouthful of muffin. <laughs> well, come on. It's Lesbian college. Lesbian until graduation. Right. Right? You I know. thought that was pretty funny. Uh, no, <laughs> did that was did you catch that? <laughs> no, but now, now that you pointed out, it, it reminds you of the cupcake book where they went right. to the cupcake convention. <laughs> But I think I think the author knows exactly what the, she's doing. I, I do she too. She replies like, around a mouthful of muffin. Sure. I mean, she's got to know that that's people are going to to know what that is. Yes, definitely, yes, definitely. Okay. No, that's that's the thing. Like like many of the books we read, I feel like the author, like the the funny parts are unintentional. Um, this this one, I mean, this Very this, author, this author is like actually like has some skills. So the funny part was uh, in the the exam when he. Uh, has a speculum in her and he says something about how he might recognize her. And right. then she says, grind me yes. really loud. It's so lame. <laughs> it's um, so lame. Did, did, you, did you catch that? Sophie goes to your, after the appointment, she goes to her class in the Heimer building. Yes. <laughs> okay. That the, the author is totally in on it. Yes. H Y M E R. Okay. I'm going to read the rest of this book. Well, I'm sorry. come on. She, she says, I was walking up to the Heimer building, and I couldn't de- decide whether I wanted to wait inside or out. <laughs> Did you get that part? No, I didn't. She's totally fucking with us. Okay. Um, that has to be a joke. Okay. This, this is a good book. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, ladies... Do you keep your socks on during a gynecological exam? Because this came up as a topic. Uh, she'd never been to a, uh, uh, get a pap smear before, so she didn't know what to do. She left her socks on. And then her friend's like, yeah, socks off at the gyno. And I, I have always kept my socks on. 
am I a loser for keeping my socks on? I, I feel like it's it, it preserves my at least the dignity of my toes. I I don't see why it would matter one way or the other. Right, but 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 the, again, I am not entitled to an the, opinion on this. But the author seemed to say through her best friend that there was a a, a, a right. defined opinion around this, and I am the last to know. So I want to know: Do you keep your socks on when you have a gynecological exam, Matthew? Um, <laughs> All, all I can tell you is, like, whenever I've had to, like, change into the, the medical gown, like, they, they usually give me, like, some, some special, like, like uh, slipper socks to put on. They Have do? you had this? Yes. No. Nice. Right. Guys get special slipper socks, and we get oh, yeah, cold, ice-cold speculum. They're very manly socks. <laughs> like, yeah, if you, saw these, if you saw these socks, like, you know, coffee would squirt everywhere. Have you ever heard... Gross. <laughs> <so> gross. <laughs> Have you ever heard, maybe from your wife or other women you've, you've known closely, uh, or me, uh, that women often complain about going to the gynecologist about the whole scooch to me thing? I have heard of that, yes. Yeah, so like you never can get far enough down the table for the doctor's pleasure. Like like you feel like your, your, your ass is hanging off the table and that you're straddling their face and they still say, like, Again, scooch to me. I, I am obviously like picturing this and I cannot tell you how non-erotic I find it. It is not. It's completely non-erotic. <laughs> no, no, I'm, non-erotic. Not, I'm not saying you were arguing it was. It's completely non-erotic with the fluorescent lights and the, the guy's got the, the, or the woman, usually go to a woman gynecologist. Sure. Has a, a lamp on their head and there's... Do they really have a lamp on their head? Sometimes for... Like a minor? Kind of like a minor. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Like a, but yeah, like it's... Spelunking of a sort, um, and uh, it's so. One time, I decided Could I wear a lamp on my head at home. Uh, hey, what you do between the sheets That's is right. your business. Um, so one time, I told my friends, "I'm going to go to the gynecologist today," and I'm tired of them saying scoo- you hadn't made an appointment to me. But you're, t- <laughs> <laughs> I was tired of them saying scooch to me, and my goal in this whole entire appointment was to have them not say scooch to me. Oh boy, I was like, I am going to have my legs wrapped around her head. Like be like flying off the table. Sure, I I felt like I was completely on the edge of the table, and she started to do the exam, and I was like doing like fist pumps in the air, and then all of a sudden she says, "Could you scooch just a little bit more to me?" <laughs> and I was like, "No." Oh man, I I yeah, I have no response to that. I feel like I'm I'm in way too deep on this one already. Well, I want to ask you, as a man, has ever anyone in your entire lifetime ever said those words? Scooch no. to me. No, I mean the only again, like I was going to say, oh, that's like when you go to the dentist and they tell you to turn your head a little more to the side. But yeah. no, it's not like that at it's all. Not it's like totally that. different. It's totally different. I mean, can, can you imagine how vulnerable that feels? I I can't even imagine. Like you know, I'm imagining some level of of okay. how it would feel. Flip you over, but... put you on your knees, mm-hmm. and you're putting your ass toward the doctor's face for a okay. And then they keep saying you scooch to me, scooch to me, and you have to just stick their ass farther and farther into their face. As 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 horrible as that sounds, I'm sure the actual experience you're describing. Is worse. <laughs> um, okay, do guys like watches on dudes? That's another thing I learned. Wait, what? <laughs> she she said that like, oh, the older man wearing a watch on his wrist, he's turning to look at it the time on his on his wrist, and that how guys her age just would pull out their phones to look at the time, and it was so hot and class dignified. When you said, do guys like watches on dudes? Oh, what? guys, uh, girls. I meant. Oh, do oh, I don't know. Like, is um, that, that is that a thing? Apparently, I, I just am learning a lot. I don't think so. I'm learning a lot. I don't. I don't know. Like I never the, thought about the that. last time I went on a date was 1995. Okay, <laughs> so I, but I, I didn't realize that young and, women. In fact, the last time I went on a date with someone other than my wife was 1994. So maybe maybe I'm not up on all the latest stuff. Well, but here's my question: the author, I assume, is not in her 20s. So if probably she's, not. If she's in her late 30s, 40s, 50s. <laughs> She's imagining. I think this is her first book. So, oh. if, this, if she's in her fifties and this is her first book and it's this filthy, I want to meet her. Seriously, want to meet her? Um, call me. Uh, I just wonder if she's just a projecting what she thinks a younger person would find hot in an older man, and if real younger, know. if real younger women, absolutely wouldn't find some anachronism on a guy's wrist hot. Because then it's like, oh, I loved it when he, you know, pulled out his uh, rotary phone. It's just so hot. And I, I, I loved Look it when this. he pulled his Walkman out that was waterproof. You know, the yellow one. The yellow sports Walkman. Yellow sports yes. Walkman. Um, and oh, yes. How he was, his, his perfect fingers were dialing, dialing the rotary phone. I bet he could call someone I, and... Yeah. 
Um, oh, right. Like both of his right. fingers would be circling in just the right way. Yeah, two rotary phones and me. Um, when I say both of his fingers, he only has two fingers. <laughs> Um, okay, did you? We, we the one thing we haven't mentioned is the just the little snippet of chapter five right before the excerpt cuts off, where um, Sophie walks in, uh, talks about how she once walked in on her roommate Jean. Oh my god! I was I almost covered my eyes yes. during that scene. She walks in. You want to describe it? Well, I believe what it said was, I do not want to describe it, but I will, because that's my duty as, as a co-host Apparently of this show. it was her duty, too, if you know exactly what I'm that, about to say. Uh, she walked in on her roommate um, getting uh, double penetrated by her boyfriend, by the roommate's boyfriend, uh, with, with his dick and a dildo. Is that correct? So, like, in her butt? Yeah. It didn't say which one was in her butt. Who knows? Oh, who knows? Good point. Yeah, right. I, and, and I think, really, college... Yeah, I that don't. Struck I me honestly as very don't know. Odd. Like, what kids are so savvy that they're already doing stuff like that in college? Um, Not very many, I guess. But like, I just don't know. There's so I much. Just, there's so much about our world that I don't know. Certainly, we when I to... was in college, nobody would have known anything about using sex toys. I mean, it was not even. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, but but we are old. We are old. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I assume. I assume young people are are not. I don't know what I. I want to believe that that young people are are no better at sex than we were at that age, which is to say, not very good. Exactly. Um. And I mean, speaking speaking for myself, I'm not right. speaking for you. Right. Um. But uh, who knows? Maybe they are. We didn't have the internet, really. Uh, True. You know, which. Not, True. I'm not. I'm not saying that that uh, that all or even um, a more than a small percentage of what you would learn on the internet would actually be good. But hmm. I don't know. Gosh, I, we really need to I, make I, friends with young people, and it, <laughs> we really need to make friends with young people and fuck them. Is what you're saying, right? I didn't say that. Uh, my favorite line in the whole entire book, which oh, made me laugh so hard, and which made me like this book and this author, was uh, she gets up. The guy, a gynecologist, leaves the the exam room, and she gets up, and she notices that there's a wet spot on the bed, on the on not the bed, <laughs> the gyno bed, the table, the table. Okay, and she's embarrassed because she's never been to a gynecologist before, and she says, "Is there a normal amount of wet for this situation?" I want to use that all over. Oh, the place. for sure. <laughs> Is this a normal amount of wet for this situation? I want to just ask it in my cooking classes. I'm going to start firing that that line out everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, it's raining. Is this a normal amount of wet for the situation? <laughs> it's like, no, I mean, like, it might be something someone in one of your classes would, would ask, like, while they're, I don't know, uh-huh. basting something. Or, 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 like, I piss off my wife and she's crying. Is that a normal amount of wet for the situation? <laughs> like, I'm just going to use it, like, in a condescending way, in an inquisitive way, right. in a disgusting way. You're right. That was a great line. It's a great line. Love it. So uh, we we don't we haven't been doing the like what do you think happens next segment, but like ah, I don't care. I, 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 yeah, I don't I don't think we need to, but like I I feel like much more so than any of the other romances we've read, where obviously you know you have to have uh, you know some some really good reason why the protagonist should not get together. And I think boy boy has she established like these people should never meet again. Oh, they're so doing it. Of, of course, of course. They are. no, no. I, I know. I'm not saying they you know don't what they're get doing. To, yes. They're doing. They're going to do it without birth control, and oh, she's going to get pregnant. That would just be a sad book. Um. Okay. Yeah. She's not going to get pregnant. She's going to thank you. Do it with the doctor and her friend, and there's going to be triple penetrate, triple penetration. <laughs> okay. I can't even say it. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, this is, uh, there's going to be a three way with the friend and the doctor, and, what and a ab- three way, but squared. But what about what about poor Mike? Wait, what's a three way squared? I just let almost let that go by, but I don't triple understand penetration what, oh, with three way. Okay, great. Yes, three holes, three people. Do the math. It's yeah. It's uh, six things. Yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah. It's it's a six. Oh, way. that's not it's squared. All, that would be nine. Yeah, it's a nine way six all, nine way all day. I math is hard. Yes. Um, which is why yeah. I've never had a three-way. Uh, which no, I mean, uh, it's it's multitasking again. Like you know, this guy, Doctor Doctor Luke, he can do <laughs> he can do math. He can he can make phone calls. He can diddle. He can do all these things. Diddle. <laughs> Who says diddle? I'm, I'm saying that just because it's a terrible word. It's a terrible word. Um, he can. What what would you say? He can finger blast. 
Do you know that? <laughs> do you know that Heimer and Hyman? The difference is really just one a little teeny, notch, tiny little just line, a tiny little line. Like it wasn't even like what? It's Wait just a minute. One little. It could be a typo. Okay, we should we should wrap this up. It could have been the Hyman building. I was going to say we should we should wrap this up, but then I realized we need to speculate so to speak, on what some of the other buildings on campus are called. Ah. Um, like the... Uh, Donkey Dick Hall. Yes, the... Um, uh, uh, it's got to be like just slightly different, like the Clitoric Building. <laughs> I like that. The... Um, <laughs> um, um, uh, you, know, you know what I thought was like the most... The, the, the most shocking line in the book, actually, was um, the... Uh, when when Everly says, uh, "I swear you're going to be horny all day Friday with your bare vagina rubbing against your jeans," that was the one where I was, I was like, "No, she didn't say that." She said it, and also another moment of of education for me. I had no idea that that could possibly be a reason why people shave. I thought it was only for their partner's enjoyment. I didn't think it had anything to do with their own enjoyment. I don't know. So there's another thing I was like, what? There's so much I don't there's, know about I the world. I totally Again, read like, romance novels now. I, so, um, What's next, our book next week? Our book next week, um, you know, we are going to check in with an author that I can't believe we haven't covered yet, um, but I'm very excited. And the title of the book is Undercover, and the author is Danielle Steele. <laughs> really? Yes. And I think it's a new book, so I'm very excited about Is she about well-known enough? Um, I How don't know. Like I just on Amazon. I just kind of stumbled across her. Like, like yeah. you know, I think I think it might be self published. Okay, all right. I feel good about that. Um, okay, where can the good people find us? Um, the as as usual, same same joke as last time. The the good people stopped listening as soon as we said clit on page one. Uh, the rest the rest, the rest of, of you, you motherfuckers <laughs> can find us at uh, lookinsidethisbookclub.com dot com. Uh, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash lookinsidetbc, which uh, this week stands for Look Inside This Bulging... Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Heimer Building. <laughs> and you can find us at the, the Heimer, Heimer Building, building. <laughs> where we're taking some classes to, to, a lot to, learn. to fill in all the holes in our knowledge. <laughs> See you next time. See you next time. Are we going to get emails like, you know, here's what you need to know about all the things you obviously don't know anything about? Don't, like, I don't know. Do, don't send us those emails. Do send us those emails. I can't decide. Send us those emails. All right, great.